So I do want to know about the F word. I want to know about how does feedback happen or not in your organisation? So let's see if the technology's had its dinner and it's ready to work for us or not, eh? Somebody's phone's ringing. I thought you were just waving at me. That's a proper 90s question, that isn't it? Anybody got a charger with them? Is it one of them pin ones? There's a plug socket down here. Are we on? We are. Here we go. Wow. Uh, one out of one, 100%. Oh, no, we're getting a few more. Okay. In a moment, all of the above, it doesn't. Okay. All right, so a lot of us are using the surveys. A lot of us are using the 360 approach, which is a very interesting approach to feedback and... Maybe we should listen about how we can get even more honest feedback and go beyond the surveys in the 360s. I like that in the moment is up there. Oh, we're neck and neck. Okay. Okay, so a good variety of responses in terms of how feedback happens in your organisation. And again, I think if we polled the global workforce, it would be very similar results to this because feedback is... A bit hit and miss, I think it's fair to say. Everybody takes a different approach to it. So what I want to talk to you about is, within your coaching culture, I want to talk to you about the F word. Now, for those of you who know me well, I don't mean that F word. You can put your minds back in the gutter for a moment. I'm talking about feedback. And in particular, I want to talk about honest feedback. And look at this from a point of view of it existing within a coaching culture. So the purpose of my talk is to make you think to make you think about how creating a coaching culture unlocks that honest feedback so that you and those around you can thrive today and in the future. Now, before we move on, it's really, really important to make it clear exactly what we mean by honest feedback. Honest feedback is when it speaks to the DNA of the person receiving that feedback. It is honest when it puts them in control for what happens next. It is not saying it as it is. It is not being direct. It is not these bullish idiots who say, I'll just tell you what I think of you, pal. No, 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 no. It is when we say it how it is to the person receiving that feedback. So they then get to choose the positive change that they make as a result of it. In order to achieve the purpose of my talk, I'm going to introduce you to four habits. And we're going to work through these and I'm going to make you think about how you can adopt these habits. And the first habit, I need some participation because I'm going to do what we should always do when we're giving honest feedback and that's get the other person involved. Or more accurate for what I'm doing right now is get the audience involved. And I need your help just to bring these two points to life. In terms of this first habit that I'm going to introduce you, I want to bring this to life in terms of everybody can give honest feedback and it is already part of our everyday lives. It is nothing to be feared. So the first thing that I would like you to do for two minutes, why not, while that's on the screen, I'll take care of timing. I would like you to turn to the person next to you and give them some honest feedback from your observations of them at the conference so far today. Honest feedback on what you've seen, heard and felt from them from the conference so far today. Two minutes, go for it. 
Sorry. Okay, so those couple of minutes are up. So if you can uh, bring that feedback conversation to a close for us, please. Okay. Look at that. If ever you needed a demonstration that everybody can give honest feedback, it is right there. Absolutely, is right there in the moment. Now, Thank you for engaging in that. When I first asked you to do that, I think the looks on your faces and by some of your reactions, I would probably best describe them as, oh, this is blown. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Oh, flipping out. Oh, bloody technology. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> Awkward. That's. <laughs> hey! <laughs> it's almost like we know what we're doing. <laughs> so, yeah. A lot of you looked at me like you wanted to kill me and you were thinking, I don't know this person, I've got to give them feedback. So again, it's a demonstration that we can do it, we can overcome the awkwardness, and that sometimes when giving feedback, or particularly when being asked to give somebody feedback, for the first time today, I've asked you to turn to each other and give each other feedback, it can create that awkwardness. Now, what's really, really important is that what's even worse than that feeling of awkwardness is if it becomes awkward silence. And that's the first habit that I want you to adopt in terms of giving honest feedback in your organisations is there's no silence allowed. Because we have this almost built-in fear of honest feedback, we allow silence to creep in. And if you like, think about today as a year in your organisation. So the people you're working with today are the people that you work with on a regular basis. 
And then once a year, you get asked to give them some feedback. And yeah, it becomes awkward. It becomes challenging for us. And the easy response to that is to allow silence. Now, the problem if we allow silence where honest feedback should be present is people will fill that silence for themselves and they will decide what your silence is actually saying. So one of the worst bosses I ever worked with, his feedback approach was to say to us, I'll give you feedback when you're doing a bad job. Well, I took that silence and I left him as soon as I possibly could. Again, this is a big contributor to what Joe raised our awareness of, the great resignation. To help to make sure we don't fall into that awkward silence, I want you to think about a ratio of five to one. And this is about looking for five regular opportunities to share your honest observations with the people that you work with. This isn't positive feedback for the sake of it. This is, we're not building a shit sandwich here, by the way. This is genuine observation. So you might think about five times in a month that you can just recognise how hard somebody's working. You know, if they're getting a project completed, if they're standing up and doing a presentation to people, if they're doing something for the first time, look for five opportunities on a regular basis to provide your honest observations about how hard they're working, about how well they impact with people, even about how well they're now adapting to a hybrid working arrangement. The one is, there's always one, is when we have to give the honest, critical feedback. This is the biggest reason why awkward silences are prevalent in organisations, because oh, I don't want to give critical feedback. If you create honest feedback as part of everything that you do, when you do have to give that honest, critical feedback and tell somebody that you feel they could do something better, that you feel that they've maybe not worked as hard as they could, they will accept it because it's part of what you're doing on a regular basis. They expect you to give them feedback. There's no silence. One of the worst things we can do is break that silence with critical feedback. Because then, of course, people go, you only ever tell me when I do things wrong. And we know the impact that that has on people. So think about how you can make sure that you don't allow that silence to creep into your coaching culture. Now, I need another bit of audience participation here, and I'm just going to ask you to raise your hands with this. So raise your hand, or oh, both, why don't we have both hands in the air, why not? Raise both your hands if you have bought something online in the last week, you ordered groceries, a takeaway, clothes, yeah, bloody everybody, yeah. <laughs> Uh, raise your hands if you have travelled on a train, plane, taxi, bus, even just to get here today. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. All three, trains, planes and automobiles. Uh, raise your hands if you have stayed in a hotel in the last week or so. And a lot of you will have been here last night. Yeah, okay. Uh, and also, uh, raise your hands if you've posted something on social media today or yesterday, in the last 48 hours. Any form of social media. Okay, yeah, again. You probably know where I'm going with this because these things that we're doing in everyday life that we raise our hands to, as soon as you've done them, you are asked to give honest feedback. I think Amazon sends you an email, to, a feedback link before the thing actually arrives. <laughs> I've already been asked for feedback by this hotel. I've already been asked for feedback by the train that I travelled on. So be aware of that. Share this with your leaders. It's happening all the time. People are being asked and encouraged to give honest feedback all of the time. So think about two things with this. One, if you're going to give feedback to a hotel or a train, why would you not give feedback to your teams and your colleagues? Today's an opportunity to do that. Think about you're here today. What are your teams doing when you're not here today? Are you getting loads of emails? Are you having to return calls? Are you getting loads of texts because they're still expecting you to give them loads of answers? Well, there's your feedback for them tomorrow that they're over-reliant on you, perhaps. 
to engage in that conversation? Or are they respecting the fact that you're at the world's greatest coaching conference and they're getting on and working hard? Well, there's your feedback for them for tomorrow. There's always an opportunity and we're doing this every single day in our lives. I told you that we're going to ask you for honest feedback during the break. So really bring that into people's minds in your organisation that what you're asking them to do in terms of giving honest feedback is something that they are doing all of the time. Now, the second habit that I want you to think about is change perspective. And this is a really, really key part of your coaching culture in terms of how we build that environment for honest feedback. So feedback can fail because the person who's receiving it will, will look at you in a way that says, you haven't considered my perspective. You're just telling me your opinion, what you think and what I should do differently. Taking a coaching approach to giving honest feedback is a way that we can really, really allow people to empower themselves. And here's one that we made earlier. We have a really effective coaching model for you to consider to start to bring in, to build that environment for honest feedback. So awareness. Are we taking the opportunity to really raise people's self-awareness? Jules said it before, self-awareness is the greatest gift you can give to you and other people. So when you get the opportunity to give some honest feedback next time, I want you to think about these three steps because people don't like feedback if they feel like they're simply being told what to do. So let's use an example of this. Let's think about, I don't know, let's just say a manager's behaviour in a meeting is not what you want it to be and you're going to give them some feedback. Now, if you pile straight in at that manager and give them that feedback, they're likely to get defensive. They're probably going to say, everybody else does it, my boss does that, or well, that's just what everyone else does, and even blame other people for their feedback, for their behaviour, sorry. If we take this approach from a coaching culture point of view and we first raise their awareness and we ask them, how was the meeting for you? How did you want to come across in that meeting? Now you've got them interested because you've shown a genuine interest in them and you've helped them to think about themselves. Then you deliver your feedback. And now you're having an honest two-way conversation. And then we can help them to change perspective and see things differently. We can ask, okay, well, what would you do differently next time? What do you think caused you to behave in that particular way? What will you do next time so that you come across in the way that you want to come across? So they decide the change for themselves. And of course, the final thing that we must achieve with our honest feedback is to take action. If no action, if no positive change comes from your honest feedback, well, do you know what? It's just an opinion. Everybody's got one. They're like arseholes. Everybody's got an opinion. What you want to do is engage people in the honest feedback so it's their own opinion that they use to inform what they do next. When you make your honest feedback land by exploring perspectives and showing an interest in your recipient's perspectives, it really enables them to make that positive change. Right. Oh, I'm pressing the wrong bloody button again. Here we go. What I want to talk to you about now is the third habit. And it, this is potentially the most important habit that I want to talk to you today in terms of your honest feedback. And it's about how are you creating the environment for honest feedback. So I touched on this earlier that one of the challenges that we have is in our workplaces, we often don't have an environment for honest feedback because I come to work, I get on with it, sometimes get awkward feedback, sometimes I get told I'm doing well, sometimes I get told I'm doing not. Think about how you and your leaders in particular can create the environment for honest feedback. You work in that environment every day. Even if you're only your slippers on, you're in that work environment every day. 
So think about how you turn that environment into one for honest feedback. And the way that I want you to consider to do that is two elements of every successful coaching culture. Ask, don't tell, and listen. So let's look at this from an ask, don't tell point of view. So newsflash, breaking news for you, ladies and gentlemen, people don't always do what you tell them to do. What we actually do is do what we tell ourselves to do. So the best way to give honest feedback is to ask powerful, open questions so the other person gives the feedback to themselves. And you create that ability for them to make that positive change for themselves. So think about these questions that you could encourage your leaders to ask to create that environment. These help to build that environment because they're engaging with people about the feedback that they want, what it means to them, what is it that they want to do with it? What specifically do you need feedback on from me? If I'm getting feedback on what I'm doing, surely I should inform what that feedback is on? Waste of time telling me whether I'm any good with Excel or not, because I don't care. If I want to get promoted in the next 12 months, I want feedback on the things that I'm doing, the way I'm behaving that will help me to achieve that goal. So share these questions with your leaders after today. For you who are in the room who lead a team, go back and ask your team this question. Go back and share this with them so you understand exactly what's going on for them so that your honest feedback really, really lands. Now, the second part I mentioned is listen. For me, if I ever write the word listen, I always put it in capital letters. It's the most basic human need that we have. After Wi-Fi, we want to be listened to. And it's something that often gets missed within feedback because we often fall into this trap of thinking, okay, well... If I'm giving you feedback, you should listen to me. Well, actually, if we demonstrate that we're willing to listen to them in the first place, they are much more likely to listen to you when you give them that honest feedback. I've never yet seen a feedback model that has listening in it. Blows my mind. Honest feedback should be a two-way conversation. So when you're giving feedback, one of the first things we should do is listen to what's going on for the other person understand the why behind it. If you want to give somebody honest feedback to help them to change their performance or their behavior, surely you first have to listen to what's causing their level of performance or behavior right now. How can you possibly help them if you don't first listen to what is causing their performance or behavior to be what it is right now? The second point that I want you to think about in terms of listening to honest feedback, when was the last time you asked for honest feedback and genuinely, truly listened to it? You demonstrated to the person who's giving that honest feedback that you've truly listened to it. So instead of measuring your leaders on how many performance reviews they conduct or how often they do it or how many 360 surveys they get completed, measure them on how often they're asking for honest feedback and demonstrating that they listen to it. And of course, the way to demonstrate to listen to it is that they're doing something with it. Consider how you can build that into your performance measures within your organisation to measure you and your leaders for asking and listening to honest feedback. So, of course, behaviour breeds behaviour. Why would you want to listen to anybody's feedback if that person represents someone who never listens to their own honest feedback? Create that two-way feedback process. Because then when your leaders are giving that honest, even critical feedback, the person that they're giving it to will see them as somebody who asks for values, listens to, and acts on their own honest feedback. And of course, that motivates them to do that for themselves. So I'm doing it again. 
The third habit, I really want you to think about, is how are you going to create the environment for that honest feedback? Now, the fourth and final habit that I want you to think about is aligned to the red thread throughout today. One of the red threads for us throughout today is about how you demonstrate that authentic leadership. How do you really, really demonstrate that authenticity to people? Well, giving honest feedback is a great opportunity to do that. So the final habit, and this could almost be a rule as much as a habit, is first-hand feedback only. The worst feedback that happens, particularly in my own experience, is when somebody's giving me feedback about what somebody else thinks. All I'm thinking is, well, why aren't they stood in front of me? Why aren't they giving me this? And of course, zero accountability. Well, you weren't there and actually they're saying this and this is what I think and nothing ever comes from it. So take responsibility to make your feedback first-hand feedback. Base your feedback on the interactions that you've had and share with people your observations about what you've seen, heard and felt from the people that you're giving your honest feedback to. And hey, we know what it's like, you get put in that position. In a people team, as a leader, somebody comes along and asks you to give feedback to somebody. Okay, if you have to be the one doing that, then take the opportunity to ask that person questions first. Share with them honestly, look, I've had this feedback from Tim and I just wanna to talk to you about it and ask them open questions and then base your feedback to them purely on that conversation. Not what Tim said or thinks, how they responded to you having a conversation with them about what you're giving them feedback on. That's how you really build that engagement from an honest feedback point of view, because then they can see that you're only giving them feedback based on what you've seen, heard, and felt from them yourselves. So I'm going to sum up this in a moment now. And I just wanted to put this slide back on because my talk is about our Thrive part of our uh, coaching culture framework. And this is what Thrive means. It means to grow, develop or be successful. And to just kind of bring that into your minds. Just think about the best feedback that you've ever received. Think about what it did for you in the moment and what it's still doing for you now. We can all remember that really, really important honest feedback that we've received from whoever that might be. It might be from our wives and husbands. It might be from our leaders. It might be somebody in this room. And use that to power this question before you ever give anybody honest feedback. I always encourage everybody to just check in and ask yourself, what positive change will my feedback create? If your answer to that is I don't know, don't give the feedback because it's just an opinion. Honest feedback must speak to the DNA of the person receiving it and must put them in control of the positive change that happens next. Now, the burning question that you've all got, why have you got your sunglasses on, Tim? Now, I do like a prop. Last time we had a duck. He's available for selfies if you want to. And this time I brought along some sunglasses for you. There's at least one pair on every table for you. Uh, disclaimer, don't wear them in the sun, and if you poke your eye out, it's not my fault. <laughs> right, I've done, I've done the health and safety bit. So yeah, why have I put my sunglasses on then? Well, I want to use this to really make a point about honest feedback and just really demonstrate how, an impo how important it is to make sure that we understand the perspective of the person that we're giving feedback to. So wearing sunglasses in a room in front of people it's a bit weird. It's a bit out of the ordinary. He's been up on here most of the day and he's not had his sunglasses on. He's doing something different. That can then trigger a judgment in your mind, positive or negative. It can trigger a perception that would then potentially inform your feedback. So your feedback might be, who do you think you are, mate? 
Rockstar, what? Red and sunglasses on stage? Well, you might even come up and go, are your eyes okay? Have you got cataracts? Is everything all right? Or you might turn to the person next to you and start sharing your judgments and opinion because somebody decided to wear sunglasses during a talk at a conference. Those judgments can cloud the feedback that we give to people. So I really, really want to encourage you to really focus on this feedback in terms of understanding the perspective of the person that you're giving that feedback to. So if you come up to me after this talk without understanding my perspective and start saying things, great talk, I didn't get the sunglasses. Lord, people on our table are wondering why you're wearing sunglasses. I can reject that feedback because you're not showing that you're interested in my perspective. You're not showing an a desire to understand why I have my sunglasses on. Well, here's the truth. It will help you to remember my talk. It will make you think because next time you think about honest feedback, you'll think of sunglasses. Next time you put your sunglasses on, it will make you think of giving honest feedback and to change your perspective to make you really think about the person that you're looking at through those sunglasses. That's it. No, it's not because I think I'm cool or think that I should wear sunglasses. It's to create a thought in your minds to go off and do something about what you've just heard. And yeah, stick them on, get a selfie and share it on social. Why not? So we must first understand the perspective and the perception of the person who we are giving that feedback to to make sure that it is considered honest feedback, that it really, really speaks to the DNA of the person to whom you're giving that feedback to. So these are the four habits that I want you to adopt. No silence allowed. Bless you. Do not create awkward silence where honest feedback becomes more and more challenging. Change perspective. How can you help people to change their perspective so they can decide what the positive change is? Create that environment. Really go back tonight and think about what is the environment for honest feedback? If I see somebody taking a call while they're on a Teams call, if I see somebody doing emails whilst they're on a Zoom call, have I got the environment where I can tell them that? Or are we avoiding it because we're not asking enough questions because we're not listening to each other? And make sure your honest feedback is always first hand. Thank you for listening to my talk. We are now going to give you a chance to have those table discussions again. <music>